Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 153 of our journey. Eliphaz misses the point of Job's statement and focuses only on the accusation against himself by thrusting it back on Job. Are you the only possessor of wisdom? Yet Job had stated that wisdom only belongs to God. Job responds by complaining about his comforters, but doesn't focus on them. Instead, he continues to place his trust in God. True comfort and strength come from heaven. Even though it seemed that Job had been abandoned by God and his so-called friends, he remains steadfast and trusts in the Lord as his only hope. Bildad responds by stating the same worn-out argument that the wicked are punished. Since Job is being punished, he must be wicked. Join me in Job 15 through 18 as Job's comforters continue to miss Job's arguments. Job 15. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, Does a wise man answer with blustery knowledge or fill his belly with the east wind? Does he argue with useless talk, with words that have no value in them? But you even break off piety and hinder meditation before God. Your sin inspires your mouth. You choose the language of the crafty. Your own mouth condemns you, not I. Your own lips testify against you. Were you the first man ever born? Were you brought forth before the hills? Do you listen in on God's secret counsel? Do you limit wisdom to yourself? What do you know that we don't know? What do you understand that we don't understand? The gray-haired and the aged are on our side, men far older than your father. Are God's consolations too trivial for you, or a word spoken in gentleness to you? Why has your heart carried you away, and why do your eyes flash? When you turn your rage against God and allow such words to escape from your mouth, what is man that he should be pure, or one born of woman that he should be righteous? If God places no trust in his holy ones, if even the heavens are not pure in his eyes, how much less man, who is abominable and corrupt, who drinks in evil like water? I will explain to you, listen to me, and what I have seen I will declare, what wise men declare, hiding nothing from the tradition of their ancestors, to whom alone the land was given when no foreigner passed among them. All his days the wicked man suffers torment, Throughout the number of the years that are stored up for the tyrant, terrifying sounds fill his ears. In a time of peace, marauders attack him. He does not expect to escape from darkness. He is marked for the sword. He wanders about, food for vultures. He knows that the day of darkness is at hand. Distress and anguish terrify him. They prevail against him like a king ready to launch an attack. For he stretches out his hand against God, and vaunts himself against the Almighty, defiantly charging against him with a thick, strong shield, because he covered his face with fat and made his hips bulge with fat. He lived in ruined towns and in houses where no one lives, where they are ready to crumble into heaps. He will not grow rich, and his wealth will not endure, nor will his possessions spread over the land. He will not escape the darkness. A flame will wither his shoots, and he will depart by the breath of God's mouth. Let him not trust in what is worthless, deceiving himself, for worthlessness will be his reward. 
Before his time he will be paid in full, and his branches will not flourish. Like a vine, he will let his sour grapes fall, and like an olive tree, he will shed his blossoms. For the company of the godless is barren, and fire consumes the tents of those who accept bribes. They conceive trouble and bring forth evil. Their belly prepares deception. Job 16. Then Job replied, I have heard many things like these before. What miserable comforters are you all? Will there be an end to your windy words? Or what provokes you that you answer? I also could speak like you. If you were in my place, I could pile up words against you, and I could shake my head at you. But I would strengthen you with my words. Comfort from my lips would bring you relief. But if I speak, my pain is not relieved. And if I refrain from speaking, how much of it goes away? Surely now he has worn me out. You have devastated my entire household. You have seized me, and it has become a witness. My leanness has risen up against me and testifies against me. His anger has torn me and persecuted me. He has gnashed at me with his teeth. My adversary locks his eyes on me. People have opened their mouths against me. They have struck my cheek in scorn. They unite together against me. God abandons me to evil men and throws me into the hands of wicked men. I was in peace, and he has shattered me. He has seized me by the neck and crushed me. He has made me his target. His archers surround me. Without pity, he pierces my kidneys and pours out my gall on the ground. He breaks through against me time and time again. He rushes against me like a warrior. I have sewed sackcloth on my skin and buried my horn in the dust. My face is reddened because of weeping, and on my eyelids there is a deep darkness, although there is no violence in my hands and my prayer is pure. O earth, do not cover my blood, nor let there be a secret place for my cry. Even now my witness is in heaven, my advocate is on high. My intercessor is my friend, as my eyes pour out tears to God. And he contends with God on behalf of man, as a man pleads for his friend. For the years that lie ahead are few, and then I will go on the way of no return. Job 17. My spirit is broken, my days have faded out, the grave awaits me. Surely mockery is with me, my eyes must dwell on their hostility. Set my pledge beside you. Who else will put up security for me? Because you have closed their minds to understanding, therefore you will not exalt them. If a man denounces his friends for personal gain, the eyes of his children will fail. He has made me a byword to people. I am the one in whose face they spit. My eyes have grown dim with grief. My whole frame is but a shadow. Upright men are appalled at this. The innocent man is troubled with the godless, but the righteous man holds to his way, and the one with clean hands grows stronger. But turn, all of you, and come now. I will not find a wise man among you. My days have passed. My plans are shattered, even the desires of my heart. These men change night into day. They say, the light is near in the face of darkness. If I hope for the grave to be my home, if I spread out my bed in darkness, if I cry to corruption, you are my father, and to the worm, my mother or my sister. Where then is my hope? And my hope, who sees it? Will it go down to the barred gates of death? Will we descend together into the dust? Job 18. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, 
How long until you make an end of words? You must consider, and then we can talk. Why should we be regarded as beasts and considered stupid in your sight? You who tear yourselves to pieces in your anger, will the earth be abandoned for your sake, or will a rock be moved from its place? Yes, the lamp of the wicked is extinguished. His flame of fire does not shine. The light in his tent grows dark. His lamp above him is extinguished. His vigorous steps are restricted, and his own counsel throws him down. For he has been thrown into a net by his feet, and he wanders into a mesh. A trap seizes him by the heel. A snare grips him. A rope is hidden for him on the ground, and a trap for him lies on the path. Terrors frighten him on all sides and dog his every step. Calamity is hungry for him, and misfortune is ready at his side. It eats away parts of his skin. The most terrible death devours his limbs. He is dragged from the security of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Fire resides in his tent. Over his residence, burning sulfur is scattered. Below his roots dry up, and his branches wither above. His memory perishes from the earth. He has no name in the land. He is driven from light into darkness and is banished from the world. He has neither children nor descendants among his people. No survivor in those places he once stayed. People of the West are appalled at his fate. People of the East are seized with horror, saying, Surely such is the residence of an evil man, and this is the place of one who has not known God. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.